0: Hi crew, and welcome back to the Beercast. It is your host here, James Rankin. This week, I sit down with Jamie and Christopher for another crew show, and we talk about the differences between Return to Play, Scaled, RX, and RX+. Alongside that, we talk about when to use them, how to use them, and the logic that's built in them. This is a really good episode and one I really, really enjoyed recording with the lads. This is the sort of stuff we love to talk about, so it's just a nice time to record and let you guys hear our inner thoughts on this stuff. As always, team, if you're enjoying these episodes and find them useful, please like them, share them with a friend, and spread the word on social media. That is enough from me, team. Enjoy the show. Hey lads!
1: Uh, yo, how's, how's it going? Deadly?
0: We've got Christopher and Jamie and we're going to chat today lads all about the differences and reasons to do return to play, scaling options, RX and RX plus, all the good stuff. Daily. Sounds good. I'd say we have a few opinions on this one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Christopher does anyway. <laughs> I'd kind of like to start on this one. Um, Jamie from your perspective on the programming side of things Mm. what are you thinking about whenever you're writing the RX you're writing the return to play and then what do you think well let's go with that first and then we'll go into scaling options afterwards
1: so the RX and the return to play yeah so RX is always a defined challenge it's always like uh, I want everything defined so that everyone knows what's up and I'm aiming it at maybe the fifth best athlete in the gym Something like that. It's so Christopher. <laughs> oh my God. Do you think he's fit best? Oh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, it's, <laughs> I don't what to say. <laughs> and the reason we're doing that is, I, I want to make sure that everybody is getting a challenge that's going to make them fitter. That's, I mean, the whole point is to get people fitter, right? Yeah. So, it's got to be a challenge that makes people uncomfortable, takes them out of their comfort zone. Um, there's a sweet spot. If it's, we could just dial up the the challenge to make it harder and harder and harder, yeah. and it gets to a point where it gets out of our reach, and then it actually gets easier and easier and easier, because we can actually do the thing yeah. with any intensity. Um, if if we make it um, really uh, easy for everybody, nobody's out of our comfort zone, so it still has to be difficult. So um, we could just aim it at the fittest person, but I think the fittest person is always a bit of an out, outlier. Yeah. So therefore, even the sixth or seventh fittest person in the gym, it might be out of reach them. The fifth fittest person usually puts it in a sweet spot of a lot of people can do it, but it's difficult. Yeah. And the really, really fit people will still get a challenge from it, or they always have that option of scaling up. Savage. So that's that's where I'm, I'm shooting it at. So I'm always thinking about the people in the gym when I write a workout and then I, I review it to see is it appropriate, is it right. I'm always start thinking about the individuals who I know in the gym. I put them in the workout and say, is it hitting the sweet spot? Nice.
0: And then what's return to play? What are
1: you thinking of there? Uh, return to play, I'm not thinking so much about the workout. I'm thinking about um, the person and the position they're in, which is someone who's returning after a gap. So that gap could be... So uh, you? Uh, me right now. <laughs> it's really easy right yeah. now. It's like, what do I want to do on this day? What would be appropriate for me? Um, and it has two functions. It has, number one, it's to give someone a chance to get a workout that they can control a bit more it's not as defined they can really set the parameters for themselves Um, and that gap could be you think about someone who's had two weeks off they could have been out sick or been away for a trip that two week gap means they shouldn't come back to full health they should take a few days to ease themselves in it might be three to five days you could be talking with someone who's out for two years we've had a lot of that with the pandemic at the moment and they need something different again they need to dial back further so they can adjust the back a bit more and then there's someone who's returning to play literally they're 50 they haven't done any physical activity since they're 15 or 10 so they're still returning to play after a long time it is a return but their return has to be so much more gradual and they could be on return to play for a few years and it might be appropriate for them um but it really is to take a very defined challenge, which is the RX workout, and say, well, here's a way for you to define the parameters for yourself that you think would be appropriate. And we give them a lot, as much guidelines as possible to make that But less
0: hard and fast rules around it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we still want to have a defined workout to do. Yeah, I still sure. want to have a 3 to one go when I start and try to do something. Um, but it's being able to say, um, some days going on feel, how do I feel right now? How's my intensity? And I can manage it through that. You know, um, it's something that we brought in a couple of years ago and it's been absolutely revolutionary I think in our I think within so. the yeah, gym I agree, yeah. it has changed everything um, I know when I come back after a gap I have the fear of going back into a class because you're like I could come in and there's 150 wall balls followed by 150 burpees today and I'm just not ready for that and I don't want to be the guy who's on the time cap everyone's finished and I'm I still have 140 burpees to do everybody like I'm, yeah. you know, everyone has that fear of being a bit like way behind the curve the return to play just gives us that easy access back yeah. um, for
2: me it's more of a how am I going to feel a few days after that kind of workout yeah. so if it was 150 wall balls and I haven't trained in 3 weeks 3 months I'm like yeah I'm not going to be able to walk for a week mm. so instead I'll dial it back and maybe it could be a 10-minute more 8 reps and do 80 instead of the 150, and I'm like, okay, cool, I can walk the next day and I
1: can train again. Yes. Yeah. So so um, I know that I did return to play on Monday after uh, what I thought was a six-month gap, which was more like an eight-month gap, You yeah. pointed out yesterday. <laughs> uh, my <laughs> hamstrings, my hamstrings, <laughs> <We didn't train. laughs> hamstrings are sore today. They were <laughs> yeah. sore yesterday. But I trained yesterday, this did a class yesterday, and I'm going to do it again today. That's because of the return to play it allows me to come back and find a rhythm that's not like broken up by four days of rest that I need Um, and that's the beauty of it that we can say I'm going to go back to training and actually go back to training yeah Yeah.
2: it's a gift actually because like normally as you know my trend Jamie I train for a while and then there's a break some description for whatever reason and then I get back in and train hard and it's just that cycle that keeps happening and happening happening. Mm. whereas recently last week I was under the weather but I still did return to play every single day yeah and it allowed me to keep moving to keep the body taking over where when I felt like I was ready to go let's say RX again I wasn't restarting yeah. I think that made a big difference to my mindset last week and how I can approach training this week mm. whereas normally I would just take a week off yeah. Yeah, it's it great I
0: help. It, I think it helps remove the, the all or nothing attitude that a lot of people can have around training where yeah. if you're feeling under the weight, I'm just not going to go to the gym today so yeah. you can come to the gym and you're capable of RX like you were the perfect example last week it was magic you did my class of the cleans and before oh, the yeah. cleans you, you looked awful and after the cleans like I said to Christopher you look fucking unreal after that and he he went to RX weights rather than RX plus but he returned to play the intensity of it mm-hmm. it was all really controlled and he came away with energy and I think mm-hmm. that's a a part of it That that's probably the part of it for me that's the most relatable where if I was training not feeling quite 100%. Like just go in, warm up, return to play, move your way through it, and then leave, feel even better than when you came in mm. rather than just the oh, I haven't trained for six months or sort whatever.
1: Of. Yeah, right. and you, you see it on the stimulus, on the guidelines. Yeah. On a lot of days, it's one of the guidelines is stay fresh. Yeah. yeah. So it's to say when you start feeling like the workout's actually beating you down, that's where you've gone too far. So it's, if you have the mindset of staying fresh, you, like you just said, you leave refreshed from it rather than. Um, it's, it's stealing energy from you yeah. um, the, one of the one of the big reasons we brought it in because we always had scaling right mm. and we always had had this option to come back in and take it easy yeah. and it's always said to people go easy for the first few sessions but I don't think the license was really there yeah. in reality I think people f- you, when you're in the group in feel the energy pressure. there's a pressure to say well I'm here and everyone's pushing hard yeah. I don't want to be the guy who's walking through it
0: And once you get warmed up sometimes you feel totally different I know yeah. I've walked into classes and felt awful and then we get to the warm up and Jillian will be like <coughs> what are you doing and I'm like yeah I'm going to plus I'm going to win the whole world <laughs> but like 40 minutes before I was wrecked
1: yeah, yeah. and and the return to play is it's, it's there to try and keep you in the mindset of that's probably not appropriate after a gap yeah. even though you feel ready for it in the moment that is the thing that puts you in a hole then for four days yeah. mm-hmm. so it's not get sucked in so if we can keep keep it front and centre like we're really upfront about it we what we had to do initially was really make sure we briefed it every single day yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of uh, die remember those yeah, early conversations of me. Yeah. yeah and we had to say Lads, I'm not hearing the, RX pl- the, the return to play okay. briefed and it, it's something that dies unless it's really explicit yeah. because we want yeah, to, yeah, to say
0: I was bad for that whenever I started here actually I used to always ignore the return to play option." Mm always yeah. it's
1: just it's
2: not, it's it wasn't not always on the board either it's rare, yeah, yeah
0: exactly yeah it's, it's rare It's yeah. I've never come across it before yeah. apart from like elite level athletes I used to work with the physio actually and he worked with the Irish cricket team and they, they had their own version of it they didn't call it return to play but he always said if an athlete was out say injured for six weeks it was 50% of that time back again before they were considered to be considered ready
1: mm-hmm. yeah hold on just one at the
0: door so he always said, if an athlete was away for six weeks and say they came back, it would be three weeks then of building up to a level of fitness before they got tested to see if they were match ready again. And this was international cricketers. Now I know the Irish cricket team isn't fantastic, but there was still some
1: level of professionalism Just there. Professionalism and in their in their approach. Yeah.
2: And would that be the same if it was six months to be... Three months, three months, build oh. back up again. Yeah, well, it, it, yeah, it would depend it, it depends on the level of the
0: athlete yeah. as well. Yeah. He he gave the weeks example because they don't tend to have a lot of people it'd away pay for breaks. six months. Yeah. It would be like they have to prove themselves. I suppose it would be they'd have yeah. to prove themselves at club level first yeah. for a few months, make sure the matches were good, hmm. and then blow back up. Cause you see that, and it'd be more common in rugby than well, like soccer as well. Yeah. They they go under twenty ones or academy and yeah. then come back in. Come back in yeah. But that's professional level athletes, and then yeah. we tend to forget it. As yeah, a recreational
1: and and it came from it came from rugby for me. I mean, that's yeah. where the terminology comes from. It's the return to play protocols after a head injury, and it, the the whole point is they have a protocol. Yeah, it's not like you're fine now in you go. There is a step by step because they have to manage their athletes because they're yeah. you know they're paying them, so they, they they need to make sure that they don't injure yeah. their athletes again. And um, for us, because we have a model of high intensity, constantly varied. We just need to have a framework that we can layer on top that people can use whenever they feel like it. Mm -hmm. And the point is, um, it was, you know, what I noticed was every day I don't feel the same, right? And no one does. And it's okay to come in some days and say, I don't feel like smashing a workout, but I do feel like showing up. And that could be just to keep the habit. And some, some days it's because I feel like moving, but not at absolute intensity. So let's, let's make it explicit that every day you come here you don't need to go all out and it makes it just a normal thing that today I'm backing off Mm -hmm. awesome that's a very mature decision we're fully behind that and we're still going to coach you on your movement and we're still going to give you a very defined thing and warm you up properly Mm -hmm. Um, but it doesn't need to be that every day Um, the fear is in a place like this where we do want people to train hard that everyone just starts going return to play and backing off and we lose the performance element Mm -hmm. but I think a few years ago I would have been fearful of that, but we've matured yeah, to a point sure. where I knew that most yeah. people come here for hard work. that's why they're here, um, they want to get fitter and they want to see performance, mm-hmm. so if you just trust them to make the decision themselves, they and it turns out they absolutely do, yeah. they manage it really well.
2: You mentioned there that you usually go the other way of coming in saying you're going to do RTP and then by the time the workout starts you feel ready to go for Rx, do you ever yeah. notice that where people do it the other way? So I'm coming into the ORX, it's just in their mind, I'm just going to try a normal yeah. day, and then realise, actually, you know what, maybe I'll do ORTP. Yeah, yeah, it's the reverse of what
1: happens
0: in the warm-up, like I get into the warm-up, and I start going, oh, I feel great, I'm moving fast, my joints feel good, and people start warming up, and they're like, I feel awful, I'm tired, Not my, which left, right, they can't tell the difference, and they make it then. I mm-hmm. see it if you, in the morning crew, it would be common enough, funnily yeah. enough, because it's early doors, but yeah, it's really common.
1: Mm yeah it's and it's just great to have that fallback you know uh and uh, you know we we also know that the more autonomy we have, the more motivated we stay. we know it's in there in the motivation mm-hmm. the research says it, and if we can give people like the the defined task, the problem is that it's there it is, yeah yeah do it or not yeah. and the scaling which we'll get to is not always straightforward either for people psychologically it's not always the easy decision to make the scale yeah. um so having the return to play, is like, okay, I can decide to do that. And my coach is fully behind the decision. There's no little, even tiny hint of judgment or like, ah, oh, you're going to go take the easy way out. Yeah. There's no hint of it mm. because we don't believe that there's a problem with it. We, f- we feel like it's a great decision when you make that decision. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, you know, it's taking the judgment away and, it take, and making it like stigma free. Yeah. You know, like I see CrossFit have a t-shirt. That says scaling is not a crime, yeah. which suggests that people think it's a crime. Yes. Yeah. Do you know? Like there is that attachment to it. Like there's yeah. something wrong with it. Yeah. So I, I think, think that's th-
2: starting to wean out a bit, though, is it? Or is it just us? I don't
1: know. Yeah, I, I think. Look, I think and and new the newer gyms, it's always yeah. a thing, and it was with us as well. That um, you know, you're trying to always reach the standard of Orex. It's part of the goal in your mind. So every time you don't do it, it just feels like, oh, I quite haven't reached a standard today. Mm-hmm. But I think as Jim's mature, those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because we get clearer around what, how we use it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think people tend to figure, when if they do it long enough, they realise that you can't direct every day. Yeah. Like, it just it's kind of like going into the office and trying to do <coughs> your most amazing <coughs> day's work five days a week, 48 weeks a week. Like, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. The same thing on the gym floor. You can't go snatching heavy, running fast and doing all of that. There's just So,
2: can I ask you a question then? What is Rx? So Rx is the prescribed challenge. Right. And So, is that what, the way you look at it then? When you see Rx on the workout on the whiteboard or whatever, that's where what you look at it. It's like...
0: Yeah, what's on the board and what the intended stimulus is. Yeah. I think so, that's the big thing. Yeah. Because that's it, why... I, like, it's the stimulus thing yeah. as well it's probably most important.
2: To and go. that's why it's coach more so than anything else. It's yeah. not the RX is not what's written on the whiteboard it's the intensity of what the workout should be yeah, exactly. which way it should be approached well, this is where
0: scale comes in then as well doesn't it like we scale back the weight on things it's yeah. so like if on the whiteboard it's written I'm trying to think of a good example but the cleans last week the 30 hang power cleans 30 hang squat cleans the RX weight was 60 kilos mm. but the stimulus behind it was something that you can do 8 to 10 reps fresh but it's going to get real sticky by the time you get to the 30 hang squat cleans hmm that was the goal behind it. yeah. And it's like, so RX for you wasn't really 60 kilos, no, because 60 kilos didn't get sticky towards the end, never. But that was the recommend that was the RX weight on it, yeah. So, yeah, I'd say it's more stimulus, would that be accurate? That's how I would coach it anyway, yeah. Definitely,
1: yeah. You see, yeah, I, I go deeper on it in my head because when I back in 2009 when I first discovered CrossFit existed. What was weird about it was you'd find a workout and you'd find people doing it really fast comparatively what was going on in normal gyms, which I was working in. I had my clients in the gym and everybody's working in sets and reps. And the difference was here, there was a for time on top of it. Oh, I have to do it quickly. But then there was also this other weird thing where they defined the weight. And that was a weird thing back then because uh, it's like, well, what if you can't lift it? Yeah. And and there was this like yes, what if you can't lift it? You need to get stronger. There was like it set a standard for us yeah. that were that wasn't there before. Now we know oh that's what fit people can do. Yeah. Now if I can't do that, like I would I would find my first you know those workouts and you go okay deadlift right and how to deadlift. 102 kilos, can I deadlift that? I don't know. <laughs> First of all, I have to go and check. <laughs> right, hands-on push-ups with it. Right, can I do that? I have to go and check. You watch a few videos, and then you've got like a 34-minute you know, Diane or something. <laughs> but but there's like, now you know, and then you look up CrossFit.com, it's like 432. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right, those cool. people exist as well. Yeah. So the ORX really does, it, it is the, the stimulus. I think you're 100% right for us. Yeah. And that's how I think about it in programming. But it also sets a bar for people to say, well, there's a, there's a level of fitness that uh, that means you could do that in that amount of time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is a nice place. It's, it orientates our head around where we're at. Mm. And the, so one of the things we could decide to do, for instance, is say, let's not define the workouts anymore. Let's say it's 21-59 it's deadlifts and has not pushups. The deadlift should feel a 7 out of 10 heavy. Yeah. And then everyone decides, right? And that's what they end up doing anyway. Mm-hmm. But having the weight there gives us a challenge to strive towards in the long term. Yeah. And say, Jesus, now I'm, I've gone from someone who always scales deadlifts to someone who OREXs them. Yeah. From a performance point of view, that's a good indicator for me that something's going in the right direction. Yeah. So that's what orx also means to me. Yeah. But how we use it day-to-day is defining, well, this is the task and this is the time cap. And this is how it should feel, and then we see: can we do that, or should we make an adjustment? Yeah, and that
2: adjustment can be up or down.
1: And that's where scaling. Like I think a scale on a scale of one to ten, it's not scaling down; it scales up and down. It's a sliding scale. So there, there is a way to scale it up to meet the the stimulus, and to slide it down to meet the stimulus. Yeah, and that's the big difference with scaling and return to play. I think they, they can feel or look like the same thing yeah. on yeah. the face of them but they're definitely well,
2: they're, not <laughs> yeah, definitely. yeah scaling you're still trying to find the intensity that's prescribed that day but just modifying the movements yeah. to allow you to do that whereas RTP is just a totally different intensity altogether we you might be doing the same movements yeah
1: yeah this is where we can go RX plus return to play <coughs> which you did last week yeah which was perfect because yeah. like if the RX plus is ring ups instead of pull ups mm. Um, you might want to come back and do some re muscle ups, but just slowly, at a pace that's really controlled. Yeah. Get your
0: technique yeah, right. Practice the skill. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know? Um, so I think for the scaling, I think what people miss, because the scaling is not a crime thing. Can we, can we, before we move on to scaling, yes. can we finish up something on RTP? Oh, yeah. Do it.
0: Do you think it's worthwhile people actively integrating it into the week? So, like, if I know... I'm thinking of my morning crew, right? To, the morning crew here at Santry train five days a week, pretty much. Say 90% of them. They do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and they might take Saturday or Sunday off. Is it worth encouraging them? Keep an eye out this week. You probably are going to feel sluggish at one stage, or you're going to have a movement that you want to practice and really dial in on on one of the days. Take the RTP that day and dial in on it, or leave feeling better than you
2: came in, or that sort of thing. Do you think that's worthwhile? Or not. I wouldn't personally I wouldn't encourage them to look at it at that in that way. Yeah. But I definitely encourage them to have it in the back of their mind that's always an option. Yeah. Because if you say to them well, you should do RTP once a week, well then they are like, okay, well sorry, well I'll do it um maybe every Thursday or so because yeah. I know I'm Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and I'll train hard and then every Thursday they end up and they don't return to play and they could miss some opportunities. Yeah. You know, whereas it's like it's always in your mind you come in and base on how you feel. Yeah. I think that's a difference that
1: makes sense. Yeah, I would agree. And I think you know, every week is so unpredictable. Yeah. Was I talking to you yesterday? We were saying, uh, don't drop Johnny Sexton. Yeah. He'll, he's going to get injured. Like, th- like if he's there, let him play. Yeah. He's going to get injured and, and Joey Carver, he's going to, anyway, Yeah, he's going to get a shot then. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's going to be days where someone's going to ring and say, here, you need to go and pick up the kids and you can't go training. There's going to be other days where you're going to get sick. There's other days you have to go away for work and it's going to naturally give you those rest days so I think if you are in the gym if you've made it to the gym and you're feeling good go make it. progress yeah. make mm-hmm. some progress that day um, there, there is like you know CrossFit if you go to the level one they'll tell you there's different ways to structure your week you can do three on one off they say that's the optimal yeah. but it doesn't necessarily fit in with a normal week because you'll end up going Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday Thursday off Friday, Saturday, Sunday Monday off and it changes every week yeah. So then they say, well, maybe do five on, two off. So you can do Monday to Friday, Saturday to Sunday off. So they kind of give you a structure. But what they're really trying to say is you need to take rest days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And our idea of return to play is definitely take rest days or else take recover- active recovery days. Yeah. So if you feel like coming in, but you don't feel like training, come in and move really slowly yeah. and it's your active recovery day. Uh, so it's always an option if you feel like it. Yeah. So I think what Christopher yeah. said there was about like going on feel, yeah. um, and then always have the freedom to switch gears once the, wor- the warm up starts. Because maybe you're like, actually, I, do feel I was just in a bit of a funk, and now now I'm moving. I feel great. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, you, I actually <clears> talk <throat> about trying to play more with brand new members yeah. when they first join, because yes. you know that you might they might not have been training for a long time. They just okay. got back in, and then all of a sudden they walk into this crazy jungle gym of people jumping around doing crazy stuff and absolutely pushing to the limit and they're like oh I have to do this now and it's talking to them and explaining to them what the return to play is and saying no here look you're on your trial today you could be on a yeah. trial you probably want to join and you're going to come back and then their reaction is yeah I'll probably take tomorrow off like, no I don't want you to take tomorrow off Come in tomorrow. so do your return to play today make sure you're good enough to come back tomorrow and the biggest thing for me is that they don't miss out on the wide array of movements that yeah. if they're picking and choosing and saying well, I'll do Monday Wednesday Friday they miss Tuesday and Thursday every week they can miss some good stuff yeah. like some really high scale movements that they might not see for two or three weeks and then they may not see it for two or three months because they keep missing that particular day so it's a good opportunity for people to come in every single day and see every scale and every movement and still get a bit of practicing on it
1: now, and what's deadly about return to play I find just using it I, I start doing return to play workouts every day it naturally happens that you hit a day where you're like, do you know something? I'm not doing the turn to play. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. It, you, The urge of the what's on the board starts looking more appealing to you. Yeah. It just happens because the fitness generally just gradually comes back and you're like, now I'm ready. Yeah. There's no like, you should do it for two weeks. You should do it till you feel ready to do the thing. Yeah. And it happens. Yeah. So I, I don't think there's much of a danger of being getting stuck on it either. Yeah. No. That's what I find.
0: Yeah, i I'm- Yet to see it anyway.
1: Yeah, because the coach is talking about the RX version, yeah. and you're like, I want in.
2: Mm. But you yeah. said something there, I was going to pull you on, but you're going off somewhere else with it. Um, you said, if you're feeling good, make progress. You can still make progress on RTP, right?
1: Yeah, I think progress towards performance yeah t- towards getting back to full training okay in my mind I'm thinking right. because return to play you're not full training like no. I don't think you should confuse it with that you are returning to a point where you're like now I'm at full training, but you are right every day you do it you're progressing towards that point mm-hmm. do you know what I mean uh, because I am not a full training right now <laughs> I promise you and I need to make sure the coach knows that when I go into class I'm not a full training dude yeah. try, try not to come up and like light a fire under me have to do the workout (laughs) like check my movements give me yeah Yeah. give give me the movement cues and I'll double down on that but when I feel ready it'll happen Mm. do you know what I mean and then then I'm in full training and then it's like right performance progress I want to make
0: yeah right let's talk about scaling which is something I don't think I've ever used this word as little since I started working here we never really refer to scaling we talk about it briefly sometimes on mm. the programming meeting, like what are the scaling options for this, but it's only if it's something mm. ridiculous that we have coming up, like we do next week.
1: Next week? What day are you talking uh, about? Oh, oh C- the Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming on Friday. We'll be like, this on Monday night, it. Like, yes, yeah. get ready to scale on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,
0: yeah, we never really talk about it here, but I uh, like the way we've already kind of touched on it, where it's not, a, oh, this is a step down from... The prescribed work it can be a step in any direction, mm-hmm. either side of it. It can be a less complex move or a slightly lighter weight, or it can be a slightly more complex move or a heavier weight.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, what way do you generally think about that in here, Jamie? So we have an RX Plus option.
1: Some days we do, yeah.
0: Yeah, and who's that generally geared towards?
1: That's the uh, as I said, the RX is the uh, fifth. Fittest person? Our plus one, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> might be RX Plus, or else, like, you know, um, there are movements that we just are great at. Yeah. And that we might scale, say, we might have a couplet, we might scale one movement and RX Plus another. Uh, so we could have somebody who's really light and is really gymnastic and they're doing deficit hands down push ups and then they're scaling the deadlift with it. Yeah. you know, like, we can, it can ha- happen that way. Um, it's like with, with Christopher he might not be feeling 100% but the 60 kilo cleans are nothing to him yeah. so on that day he needs to go heavier because he go, he's good at cleans yeah. um, so I think you know so this is where it gets so personalised um, and it's always leaving room for personalization within the context of there is a defined workout of the day yeah. there is a leaderboard on the app if people want to use it that way some people are so motivated by that yeah it's, and it's, it's a good thing. The
2: reason that some people just do the work a is because they want to be competitive on the leaderboard.
1: Yeah, it's the thing that that drives their intensity. Yeah. It's great, super thing. You should use it once you're using it for yourself. Yeah. Um, so, the, like, that's where the defined challenge comes in. Someone can come in and say, "I'm going to lay down a marker. Who can beat it?" Yeah. Um, but then there's always that room to say, "I can change and adjust to make sure I hit the stimulus." Yeah. yeah. The stimulus is king. yeah you know
0: so what's the main difference then between scale and return to play so if we're ter- if we're defining return to play as you have more control it's less defined and you have a bit more autonomy in it and we're reducing the stimulus so what's scale is that whenever you're simply reducing the complexity and load of the movement but still trying to meet the stimulus of the day
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's modifying the movement yeah, modifying the movement to match the intensity that's prescribed. That's the way I look
1: at it. Yeah, for sure. I, I think what people where people go wrong in their minds with scaling yeah. is that they look at it as some sort of a failure. Yes. Mm. Because I am not meeting a certain standard that's been written on a board. Whereas in reality when we scale well, we're actually scaling it to make it way harder for ourselves. We don't scale it to make it easier. And people think they're scaling it, so they're taking some sort of easy way out. If you scale appropriately, if you make that barbell 20 kilos lighter, you can go way faster, stay way more unbroken, and your pain and discomfort levels are going to go through the roof. And you're going to feel like the guy who's going X and winning that day. Mm. It's a much braver decision. It's, you know, one of the easiest ways out for some Sometimes we take is to go X. Because it makes it so much easier. Because I'm gonna have so to go good, singles. I have to take my time. Yeah, and and there's a psychological win because I've gone, I've met a standard, but I have completely missed the progress of the day. Mm. There's no progress in it um, because the progress on that day was to get you know a metabolic hit yeah. instead yeah. of a you know a sort of a strength hit.
0: So when should people? So uh, whenever we're saying this, I'm thinking of certain people, right, and they can some days hit Rx numbers and then on certain movements on some days they can't. But they want to be the Rx athlete. That's Mm. a thing for some people. So on those days, they definitely feel like that. Mm. But there's also a time and a place for them to go, well, do you know what, today, let's just fucking go everywhere. And you're going to be the last one finished and everyone's going to be around you, but it's a chance for you to really break Mm. the barrier. Mm. Where do we start telling people to do this one instead of that one?
2: I think it's goal dependent. Yeah.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So so like for that example, if somebody comes in and just like, well, what's your goal for training? and it's like, well, I just need to get stronger. Yeah. Well then, don't worry about any other intensity that we talk about of going fitter, faster, and moving continuously. It's like you just need to worry about putting more weight on the barbell, yeah. even if it slows you down on your ways, because you want to get stronger. That's your only goal. Well then, let's work at that.
1: I think I think all three of us have had this experience of being uh, part-time trainers. And have another job, and there's a point at which you have to say, "I'm going to go take the leap and be a full-time trainer." And there's that the the bridging the gap is the most uncomfortable thing because you're not making enough to live, (laughs) but you're never going to make the leap unless you make the leap, right? You know that experience. You remember it, right? So, so (laughs) So when you think about when somebody is training for a couple of years and they're always scaling and they say I'm just not strong enough and one of the ways for them to get stronger is to say okay well for the next while whenever the weight is a bit heavier and you think you can do it but it's going to slow you down you should do that Mm. to bridge that gap Mm. so they start biasing their their workouts heavy and it's going to cost them some intensity in the short term but it can get them over a heat over a hump that is for them appropriate because it's their goal right Mm. to start stepping up their strength game but it's in that period it can be a bit messy because you're not quite sure you're like yeah I want to go heavier but I really want to like get a good sweat on so I think for those people in that position it's probably the right thing to do is to go a bit heavier and slow down a bit but I think for most of us most of the time we should scale to meet the stimulus whatever the coach says it should feel like that day that's the general rule Mm
2: -hmm.
0: because we have our heavy days and we have our fast days and we have our
1: like they're all built into the programming yeah, yeah for sure for sure. Maybe
2: it's worth discussing that a little bit. Then, is it talking about the intensities, the different types of intensities that we look at across a week? Yeah. Like, obviously, today is a heavy day, right? Yeah. Today, Wednesday is front squats. Yeah. Don't know what day this is <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, Wednesday front squat. Yeah, it's just front squats today. So, it is to try and build leg strength. Yeah, there's always the ebb and flow of the week where we're trying to say, uh, some days, like when you look across seven days, you're going to have a couple of workouts that are short and really fast yeah. and they should burn like hell. Mm-hmm. Then there's some that are really slow, like today, but really heavy. Yeah. And then there's going to be stuff in between. So um, I think the thing to notice is that on the days where they're really designed to hurt, don't miss them. Yeah. I don't miss the stimulus that day because you're missing it all the time. Then if you decide, I think I'll scale up or I'll return to play today because I think that thing is going to kill me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You can't miss them because they're not all the time. Yeah you know what I mean they're, they're mixed in with the other days and it's the mix of things is what get us moving forward yeah. in, in terms of our fitness so that's the thing that we want to watch because I know there, some days you're not feeling it and you're also a bit scared there could be thrusters yeah. and pull ups and it could be like 5 and 5 for AMRAP 5 and you're like oh my god this is going to be holy hell <laughs> maybe return to play is a good day today yeah. and it's not because you're not feeling good it's because you're just a bit scared of the intensity yeah. Yeah but that those days well I was going to
0: mention that earlier whenever you mentioned the return to play thing and you were like there's no judgement here but like I'm a little bit judgy sometimes at the whiteboard going this is going to hurt today that's the point here's the return to play option but here's not the criteria but the criteria for doing it and it's before you've seen the workout Mm. you felt shitty you felt tired you didn't really want to come today but you showed up not oh no I've explained this to you and you've went (gasps) and cringed a little bit inside and I think that is an important I think it's an important distinction to make because I see it like 6.30 or the 5.30 crew are staring like everyone's got their hands behind their back upright ready to go and then I say this one's going to suck like we're going to jump off a cliff and see how quick we can go and you get some people and they literally shrivel up just a little bit so I think that's an important distinction to make it's not judgy but it's a little bit judgy <laughs> just see, on their selection see, bias so,
1: I, so I'm going to disagree with you on this because I think if we have what's really important to me right? If we have a culture in the gym Hungary is the top, yeah. the, the top one if we're going to really be that we have to try and develop that in ourselves yeah. right? and that means that every day we come in we see a challenge we get into that mindset in the long term of saying that is for me today because that's who I am because that's who we are because that's because as hard workers, we we're looking for hard work yeah. because we see the value in it. But I also know that people are human, and I, I certainly am in that group. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all right if you if you back off yeah. from time to time. Well, to caveat what right? I
0: said, it always like I might point at someone at the whiteboard and be like, "You're not returning to playing today, even though they said they want to." And then I'll go have the conversation. But like, what's the story? Here? Yeah. Like, are you really? Is it just because I know you hate rosters? In yeah. which case, it's like. Is it yeah. worthwhile getting out of our comfort zone today, or have you a big day up ahead? Or, 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 and it comes down to knowing the person, then, doesn't it? Because that's our job as a coach mm-hmm. to have the conversation around it,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you, you would hope that, like, all of our coaches know and to give a bit of a push, we all need yeah. a push and we all need a kick in the arch yeah, yeah. um, there is a big be kind to yourself movement out there which is deadly but then also <laughs> you know Fuck that shit but no but also like we also need to be hard on ourselves too. yeah, there's yeah. A, you know if we want progress fine, and, and, that and that's yeah. and that's what you know we we're pretty explicit about the type of place we are we're about personal growth and growth is really uncomfortable yeah. mm-hmm. and I think the people uh, you know it's rare that people go send an email to across the gym if they don't want hard workouts like they don't mm-hmm. want to come to CrossFit gym yeah, for an you've easy did time. YouTube it and you see, see how people much you're
0: falling the on their ass and crying a little bit. I mean, yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, I, so I think the type of person who is attracted to it is naturally someone who wants is a hard driver, wants say, yeah, yeah. or wants to develop that in themselves, yeah. which is what really it's all about. More than you already are a hard driver, yeah. now be a hard driver. It's like, well, do we have a work ethic to develop, and can yeah. we start somewhere?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the best bit about what we do here bring it out of people yeah you see them and I've had a few conversations this past two weeks actually of people going for promotions yeah Um, yeah I've had three of those conversations and two of them are not new to CrossFit but not like veterans of the sport either like they're maybe here 18 months two Mm. years kind of thing and they've seen more growth in their professional career since joining than the years previous yeah, you Which just want to, you just want to
1: go s- do yeah, a, a like victory one, lap when you yeah, hear that once stuff. Once you start doing that's uncomfortable
0: easy. things, you start doing more uncomfortable things. Don't you? yeah, it's deadly. Yeah, that's the best part of what we do. We sure. went off from scale there a little bit. Yeah, did we
1: hit the point? Yeah, but I so mm. I think what's like <laughs> the div, so as a coach, I'm interested, um, for you guys. Then do you find it difficult to describe the stimulus?
0: No, because no. you have it
1: written down and you are thorough with it, programming. Yeah, so it's and I normally find yeah, yeah, yeah. and because I, I, I know think it's hard for people to understand it that, and that's I guess what I mean. Like because we understand it, like to yeah. to get it really across for somebody.
2: I think because because we are coaches when we hear the intensity or stimulus, and let's say it's a you need to be able to do 8 unbroken cleans at this weight in order to do or actually right? so mm. you can't you should modify the but weight and take it back or, do or like yeah. people don't understand they don't know their training history or experience they never pay attention to what they're doing therefore they don't know what they could do 8 reps up and then they may miss a stimulus because of that and mm. more solid 90 else
0: well I think that's where we come in, in a little, little bit yeah more, where yeah. our experience comes in and it's like we're watching the person yeah. and if I'm seeing you move and I'm going hey, I think you should go 2.5 kilos every mm. or 2.5 kilos lighter yeah and they're like, no, 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 no. And depending on the day and the person, I either yeah. go, okay, like yeah. figure it out, but yeah. I'm probably going to be right, or they, or I insist and I'm like, health and safety reasons here, like take the two and a half kilos off the bar, dude. Yeah. And let's go from there. And then they come to the end of the workout, they're like, oh yeah, you were so right, that got really heavy. I could only
1: do one at a time. And I was like, Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah.
1: That's where our experience comes in, because people don't know. No. no, it's very hard for them to know, especially with the variants. Yeah, like they're not necessarily because yeah, we don't do
0: the same thing. Yeah, ever. Like the last time we did front squats was last year. Mm. Keith and Lee oh. said that to me. There, he was like, "Last that time was... we did this, we were up at the far end of the gym, and it was—I remember it was a lovely day." <laughs> <laughs> so like that does you a long ago since we don't just pure front squats. Front squats, at least yeah. me and Keith together now. Anyway.
2: Yeah, I remember doing front squats in Nice just after we opened. I think a few weeks maybe
1: yeah but, but, but it, it well, is the point it's still isn't it? six months ago like,
0: yeah. and, people, and so, some people whenever they join as well don't use Waterfy that much yeah, a lot don't of people like, yeah. a
1: lot of people don't do it still because they don't yeah. necessarily want the leaderboard thing yeah. they want to just stay away from it mm. and then they don't have data on themselves it's very difficult then to really understand where your capacities are. I mean, we see it on, you know, we do a uh, dragon goat goat day, and people come in and say, oh, I'm going to do a goat day, I'm going to do Imam 12, I'm only going to do 12 burpees. And you're like, maybe six. You're not doing 12 burpees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe
2: six. I look at six? That's too easy. Yeah. 20 minutes later, oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really That's the perfect day for that, actually, isn't yeah. it?
0: of yeah. people not quite realising where they're
1: at yeah and it just takes a lot like you see the people who are more a few more years they have much more self-awareness around mm-hmm. their capacity I yeah. love so, yeah. The, the days
2: this is probably gone a bit off topic but when we're talking about machines and pacing or split times or RPMs or yeah. whatever it is and it blows my mind when people just don't never pay attention to their screen Yeah. so like yeah, it gives you all the information right in. there and whatever you use today, you can use again the next time. And then over 10 training sessions, you've got a big bank of information that will help you find the stimulus better on that 11th working Oh, it just blows my mind. People don't take that information. <laughs> in. they, just, they just pedal or no. Like <laughs> Come on, free <Yeah. laughs> club numbers. Yeah. yeah,
1: you should send them a spreadsheet afterwards. I <laughs> 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 told Sarah I'm so used to be working. <laughs> Lucky oh, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> <is that>? um, <laughs> anything so, else to add on this one? So yeah, I'm interested in your um, in your own. Like, when was the last time you scaled a workout? You decided I'm gonna scale back.
2: Scale back. Yeah. See, yeah see I look at scaling as uh, a bit of a mindset thing more so than that else right. that not RGB though no that's intensity right? right so I look at scaling and when I'm talking about scaling i talk about scaling up or down and if my mindset is training mindset I'll scale it if my mindset is competitive mindset I'll RX it right.
1: yeah 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 and there's a really good distinction yeah. because the the defined challenge of RX if you want to compete it, you, you got to do that one yeah And then if you want to get better, it's always stimulus yeah. if you want to get better and this is why we're always saying stimulus because we're saying 90% of every week should be getting better and not competing. and it's a really important distinction. Yeah. So do you remember when you scaled back at workout? I mean I scaled I back buy. Monday like I went returned to play and scale on Monday, which was perfect for me because my heart rate came up, stayed up. I got some muscle sore the next day and the day after so they did something and you know I did do a class yesterday and today so I don't uh, think
2: I've scaled since I came here I? I don't remember scaling back yeah, yeah. So so I'll I, I give you an example what I did last week did did dumbbell snatch 50 reps yeah I did RX plus did the heavyweight weight scaled reps so did 30 reps at 30 kilo
1: yeah so you scaled it yeah
2: but it's not scaling up or down because I scaled up on the way well, I went RX plus on the weight but down on yeah. the reps. You just did your own workout. I didn't <laughs> <laughs> You didn't meet any service so, or, <laughs> or any RTB <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so I, I've done. I th- take scale on the leaderboard. So
1: you scale it? So I scale it. Yeah, there you
2: go.
1: So, because I wonder for us, right, say if we, if we don't scale yeah. very often, do we lose touch with the person who where we preach at people about scaling mm. as coaches? It makes complete rational sense. Just scale it to meet the stimulus. It's the best thing for you. And they're going, thanks coach, I just want to get that bloody RX. Because there is an emotional component to scaling that's not, even with the return to play. Well, I suppose then,
0: in in that aspect, there's been days where the RX plus option is more of a realistic RX option for me. And the RX option has felt like a scaling option. Mm. Because it was almost too late. Yeah. On some instances. Like the 50 dumbbell snatch one. Like I can cycle a 22.5 kilo dumbbell, probably for 150 reps, close to unbroken. Yeah. Yeah. So what I wanted, but the stimulus I wanted that day was, how fast can I go? Because I hadn't moved fast in a while.
1: So you felt like you were scaling that day? Weight-wise, yeah, 100%. Yeah, but that doesn't count, because really what I'm talking about is An athlete standing in front of you deciding to go with a lighter weight. Yeah, so uh, because I'm always thinking about the moment I'm coaching a class, I've given the brief, I've given everyone five minutes to find their weight, and I'm walking up the line and I'm looking at their barbell and doing the mathematics on the barbell what is this person lifting? Because I want to make sure it's appropriate for them. And I can see there's a discomfort around it when I'm doing that. I can see people are kind of like, and they almost have their excuse, oh, I'm just going, I'm like, Brilliant. I'm delighted you've decided to yeah. go the way you've decided because that's the right decision for you today. Do you know what I mean? But there is I think there is a discomfort around scaling, even if it's low level. Yeah. Yeah. And the point I want to get across here is that there should be zero. There should be like it's almost like kudos to you for scaling.
0: But is scaling
1: then is it going lighter than
0: One should, or is it just being lighter than what's on the board?
1: No, it's so it should be lighter to make it harder. If you're doing it for that reason, it's the right decision. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because if, say, we come back to that if there's grace and somebody is on cleaning jerks at 60 and they're doing a rep every 30 seconds because it's heavy, what about so let's use grace as an example,
0: right? And the female weight on that is 42 and a half, but there's some. Woman in the gym who can't clean a jerk 42 and a half yeah so they're automatically scaling it yes but are we still referring to that as scaling because they, yes. they've met this this
1: oh, 100% scaled because it's not the prescribed yeah. workout they scale it back to make it feel like yeah. 42 and a half should feel for the fifth fittest person do you, well, do
0: you know what I mean yeah well well, in, in that case just to come back at you a little bit here yeah yeah there hasn't been a scenario since I've came here where I've looked at the whiteboard and
2: went, Yeah, I Can't can do that. that. Yeah, so because why would I scale it? Yeah, yeah. I've
1: yeah. already. Oh, oh, I'm not saying that you should have scaled yeah. it. What I'm saying is that if you don't, if you don't end up having to because of your level of athleticism, mm. that it's hard for you on emotional level to connect with people who have to every day. Yeah. Because yeah. we can be so just like, just scale it. It's the right thing for you. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah. But they have this that emotional makes sort
0: of thing. sense for us, yeah, but yeah. not for them. Right. For, for yeah. them,
1: they're like, Yeah, I know, but. I'm so sorry. What's the
2: emotional uh, uh, response to you saying scale? It? Yeah, exactly.
1: I'm always just thinking. You know, about I said it. that yeah. earlier as well. I don't, I
2: don't use that word a lot. Scale. I yeah. say modifier. I don't, I don't yeah. say yeah. I just scale. Yeah, it's what are yeah, you going I think I think
0: heavier. I think lighter. How did that feel? Cho- choosing and the right weight. Yeah, it's yeah. all on the
2: person. Yeah. yeah. I just go back on something you mentioned earlier on um, about encouraging people to take weight off the bar. Yeah. There's a lot of the times I encourage people to put weight on. Oh, yeah, because I'm, they're so used to skating. It's yeah. like you mentioned it about mm. people who are just getting stuck there and then they, they find that graduation to the OR so yeah. difficult. And it's trying to get people to put more weight on. And there's often times where you get it wrong as well. Oh, like and so the stimulus yeah. today is to go unbroken for five reps, cool. And then they put 10, 10 kilo on the bar and like you could definitely do probably 20 reps of that maybe add on 2.5s and then on the work at the down saying I was like oh, oh shit. My bad. yeah I got that wrong
1: yeah oh yeah yeah but but you're right and we we do end up encouraging people to go heavier often yeah. because people are a bit nervous about yeah, yeah. taking that leap from the 25 to the 30 kilos or yeah. from the 50 especially to especially 60 people <laughs> being here
0: who have joined in like the past four or five months I noticed that with it. Like, I think of like Sarah and Thais who train in the morning mm-hmm. with me, and like. Sarah I was walking up to Sarah today and she was like I've just put the two and a halves on going, yeah. like she yeah. she anticipates she you it yeah, the, yeah. she knows it's coming and like at the end of the day she'll be like yeah th- thanks for the push but in the moment she's like yeah and that's
1: and that's what I mean when you're she's walking a up battle, the line right there is people are getting ready for you and they're either being defensive or they have their excuses or they have their reasons all lined up for, yeah, yeah. for us already Um so like, a good
0: message for that is then we're only doing it because we care or we think they're capable trying to get the best yeah we're trying to get the, the for them to get the most out of each hour that we're here yeah
1: here. yeah and I think maybe some people think that we just default to make it harder all the time yeah. harder is better harder is better harder is better so they're always like no matter what I do they're going to ask me to go harder yeah. do you know what I mean where that's definitely not the case there's tons like the majority of people I'm like bang on spot on yeah. so yeah. if we're coming over saying it a little heavier it's because we're seeing that you've made progress that I do that information for you too <laughs> thanks Siri thanks Siri um, so they, we've already seen something in them that they haven't seen themselves and it's our job to give them the little mm, yeah, nudge. Yeah. That's then, why you have coaches, right? That's you have, th- yeah, that's why it's not just... That's why people get results. Programming. Yeah, yeah exactly. Online programming. Or- yes, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, the takeaway for the scaling for me is it's like the scaling is often a good decision to make it harder for yourself. Yeah. Mm. But if you're scaling to make it easier for yourself, then you have to ask a question... Uh, am I giving up my progress today? Yeah, because I'm a little scared of the how sh- it was going to feel. I like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, so, and that's the big gift with return to play. That we're not trying to make it harder. We're actually trying to make, make it easier.
0: easier. Yeah, Daddy, I think that's very well finished.
2: Amazing, nice one. Thanks, lads. Okay. Okay. Cheers. Eddie, thanks.